Welcome to the Service Management Leadership Podcast with Jeffrey Tiefertiller. Welcome back to another Service Management Leadership Podcast. This week, I have Ken Wendell with us. Ken, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for inviting me. Yes, Ken and I met at Support World a couple months back, and it's great meeting your acquaintance. Ken wrote a book, looks like this, sorry if it's backwards on video, it's called The Value Formula, and we'll be talking a little bit about that on the podcast. So those of you that haven't read it yet, it may help you uh, just understand a different perspective. Hopefully, I think the pocket, this is what this podcast serves. So tell us about the book, Ken, if you would. Okay. Uh, I'm happy to do that. And again, thanks for having me. Uh, it, was, it was great meeting you as well. So um, basically, as far as the book is concerned, it was published in uh, the fall of 2019. And my, my plan was to you know, do some promotion and stuff like that in 2020. And of course, we, we kind of know what happened there. So it's been kind of a slow burn, but it's gratifying to see it getting some traction and uh, more attention and uh, in a lot of different areas. Um, the ideas that are contained in the book are really they have been kind of bouncing around in my head for some time. And uh, I was inspired by a quote I read by Albert Einstein, where he said, you know, in essence, don't seek to be a person of success, seek to be a person of value. Mm -hmm. And that's always kind of been my philosophy in business is that, you know, if I can add value to a situation, to an organization or whatever, that's where I felt like I was, um, you know, most, most beneficial, most of value. And ironically, learning that providing value is actually one of the elements of success as the world defines it. Um, so I always like to point out that the content, uh, to a large extent, I can't claim is original to me. Um, I think, you know, things stick to us over the years. And basically, it comes from a long, you know, pretty long career, uh, things that I observed along the way, things that I saw that worked and didn't work. Um, a lot of research. I mean, I read dozens of books, read scores of articles, interviewed a lot of experts in their field. And I added probably a good healthy dose of common sense as well as a smattering of wisdom. Uh -huh. And that's kind of what it, what it's all about. All right. So let's <laughs> let's let's push in a smidge on this. Okay. All right. And so we the value formula, obviously the topic is value. Why mm -hmm. do you think value is easy or difficult? I actually think it's difficult in a room full of people or in an organization to really focus on. So why yeah. do you think that is that value is this carrot in front of us that we chase all the time and sometimes get closer to than others? Well, you and I had a, a brief conversation about ITIL 4. Uh -huh. And and one of the things I think we both agreed on is that the the the, the guidelines, the 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 guidance, the the seven points mm -hmm. um, are probably one of the best aspects of it. And the very first one is about focus on value. And yet I, I oftentimes will will say that value is kind of like the weather, that a lot of people talk about it, but nobody really seems to be doing anything about it. Mm -hmm. And so I, you know, uh, and I think to a certain extent, that's kind of human nature. Um, we tend to be somewhat myopic and think in terms of what's in it for me, what's in it for me, what's in it for me. And as I point out in the book, one of the first things I talk about with value is that it's other focus. It's really about what's in it for others or, or WIFO. And so, um, it's counter to you know, somewhat natural tendency. And the irony though, is that if you focus on what's important to other people and what they consider a value, then that again, leads to more likely than not, the things that you're looking for as well. You know, Zig Ziglar said, you know, helping other people get what they want 
you get what you want. Um, so the whole notion of value co-creation kind of comes into play with that. So Zig Ziglar, I love Zig Ziglar. Yeah, yeah, he's great. If I may throw in one of his quotes, somebody said, why do we need uh, to focus on uh, motivation? Because it goes yes. away after a day. And right. his response was, why do we bathe every day? You know, if right. that goes away every day as well. And exactly. I just, I just that clings <laughs> to me that we need to surround ourselves with people that help us. Yeah, and that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he uh, he kind of added if if you don't you know shower every day or take a bath every day you you begin to stink. Yeah, and just like if you don't get motivation on a regular basis, your your thinking starts to stink. So oh uh, yes, and yeah. so oh, I, yeah. I really I really enjoy Zig Ziglar. And if you think of the times that he came through, he was uh he he was out on that bleeding edge for a lot of people. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And just in thought process. So when I read good. the book. The so the V stands for something, the A and the L, right, the U and the E. Right, right. The A for alignment and E for execution were two that really struck me. And okay. I say that because you meant mentioned if we if we try to add value to other people, to me that means alignment. And yes. if we execute, meaning we do provide value for others, right? Then you know it brings it all together. And to me, those are like the the key points that are missing in many organizations is that alignment on value and -hmm. how to execute. Yeah. Um, You know, just, just kind of like maybe tie together V is for vision. Uh Uh, And you, and you and I have a conversation via uh, LinkedIn about the, that we spend a lot of time talking about strategy, which is, is informed by vision and maybe more so there. The A stands for alignment. The L is for leverage. The U is for uniqueness, which, you know, support that alignment. And then underneath that, in, in the model that I have, um, is execution. Because again, as you point out, nothing happens, no value is delivered until we execute. <clears throat> so alignment um, is basically, when it comes to alignment, it makes sense that we align to our vision, our goals, our mission, uh, our strategy. Um, otherwise, we're wasting effort. And you know, one of the things you know, I, I try to stress, stress is that we have basically, we have resources and we have capabilities. And we combine those things to create something of value to our customers, to our fellow workers, and so on and so forth. So the better we use those resources and capabilities, the the more value we can actually generate. So it's really kind of based on that that premise. Um, So when it comes to alignment, it makes sense we align again to our strategy, mission, goals, and objectives. We do that through our daily activities. What we do on a day-to-day basis either leads us toward our our strategy or leads us away from our strategy. So we wanna stay focused, we wanna stay uh, aligned. So the challenge though, is that we're, it's way too easy to get distracted by other things, the urgent things that mm-hmm. pop up from day to day. Uh, what I refer to as the whirlwind, you know, those, those things that just kind of encroach on our time and our attention. Um, so it keeps us from maintaining that focus. Uh, I love the quote, uh, Stephen Covey had this in his book that the most important thing is to make sure that the most important thing remains the most important thing. And so um, the one thing I explicitly point out in the book is that the five elements are really kind of interconnected, uh, part of a whole. And fortunately, the issue of uh, this alignment and supporting this alignment is really addressed ultimately in the in the chapter on execution. Um, the um, I discussed the adopting a process for execution. And a lot of organizations, they think execution just kind of is a, is a byproduct of doing the stuff they do. 
But execution is really a focused thing that people need to A, know what the goal is. And B, they need to know what they need to do to achieve it. They need to know where they are in relationship to achieving it. And lastly, and I think this is also very important, they need to hold themselves accountable for the achievement as well as their teammates. So that's kind of the, the process in a nutshell. Um, and I th that particular chapter was heavily drawn from a book called The Four Disciplines of Execution, which is an outstanding book that I you know, highly recommend people read that. So whenever we talk execution, my brain goes back to the 1970s, 1980s, Tampa Bay Buccaneers football team okay. when they were really bad. And coach John McKay was asked after the game, hey, what do you think of your team's execution? And his response is, I'm all for it. And uh, which <laughs> makes me chuckle in a way, you know, because he was trying to bring humor to a bad situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, execution, I, I, I used to work with a guy years ago. Uh, his name was Jim Duff. He, he passed away a few years back, but he was probably one of the most uh, brilliant consultant, service management consultants I ever dealt with. And he, um, he and I were talking one day about ITIL back then, you know, like it's been 15, 20 years ago or more. And he made a comment. He said, these are good ideas. He said, but they're worthless unless you execute. Mm -hmm. And he and he said, execution is the secret sauce. And I'll never forget that. You know, it was kind of like a mic drop, you know, it was like, you oh, know, yeah. boom. And and so I, you know, I, I've actually done a presentation multiple times called Execution is the Secret Sauce. And it really is about results because you, you know, you don't get the kudos for a great strategy. And even alignment is not necessarily something that you're going to get a lot of accolades for it's until you execute and actually deliver the results that's really ultimately what it's about and i think i told v3 hammered that home that's where value is realized and yes. i go back to another quote if i may mike tyson yeah. who said everybody's got a plan until they get hit in the mouth and i think that's how oh so leads yeah. to our our next like go down a different rabbit trail i i think we spent so much effort on strategy you know and i yes. think of those people preparing to fight Mike Tyson. They worried and they strategized, but things happen, right? Like, you know, when right. you go into execution phase, stuff happens and it does. we are judged purely on our execution. Like that's the only mm -hmm. thing people see. They never see the right. stuff behind the scenes. No. And I, I always think, how can we remedy that situation? How can we turn the focus from strategy to execution? Yeah. And I mean, I, I fully agree with that. And, and part of it, you know, and again, if you look at um, the value formula model, you know, the, the, the star is at the top, that's your vision. It's got to be compelling. It's got to be something, you know, that, that informed by your why, why you exist, what's your purpose. And then again, focusing on that through alignment and then, you know, leveraging what you can outside of your organization, leveraging your own uniqueness internally, and then, and then executing. And if, Again, there, there, there's a book called the uh, the work of leaders, and they talk about you know vision, alignment, and execution. Which I you know I feel like I use that uh, to a certain extent in my book. It was another one that I really got into to help you know kind of inform me on what what's going on. And I added the or the uh, leverage. And their idea of execution was more about building momentum, and that's absolutely critical. But the thing that I believe is more important than that that will actually lead to momentum is 
upper assets, mm -hmm. knowing how, how do we execute and really drilling into it. Again, those four points of knowing what the goal is, knowing what you need to do to accomplish it, knowing, you know, knowing where you are, having a, you know, a scoreboard, and then holding each other accountable. Because a lot of times we'll accept excuses from ourselves, too easily yeah. to do, or we'll accept excuses from our teammates. And, you know, in the last couple of years, if anything, have given us lots of excuses. It's COVID. It's the oh, yeah. pandemic, right? And so that has prevented, I think, a lot of organizations from executing. I mean, I, I, I have to be honest. I mean, I've, 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 I found myself also the same thing, right? But, um, but it is, it takes, it takes that focus. And what I talked about, and I think, I, I don't know if I, I'll mention it at the end, but I'm doing a, a webinar in about a month or so, uh, actually, I guess in, in August, um, on the chapter on execution, which you know I'll, I'll tell people how they can register for it if that's okay. Um, but you know, I talk about in there about how um, you really need to have a process for execution. You can't just allow it to just kind of like happen organically because it won't necessarily do that. And there are certain personalities that are better for strategy and certain ones that are better for execution, in my opinion, because yes. some people are pie in the sky strategy leaders, which are great. And other people are huh. tactician or, you know, tactician yes. and they can pinpoint really what is needed to get it us over the, over the line, you know? And I right. think that having those people in your fold is a big step forward and it's hard to, yes. To identify that skill set until you're deep in the mud, so to speak. Yeah. Well, one of the things I, you know, again, the, the book, uh, you know, the work of leaders, they they talk in there about having that vision, having that, you know, that strategic mindset, um, and that the the quote that they have in there is that um, you can have a vision without leadership, but you can't have leadership without a vision. And I think a lot of leaders fall into the trap that that's all they need is yeah. a compelling vision. And that people will get on board and, and they'll you know they'll make things happen but um again as as i learned as i was writing my book and as i learned in researching that art of, of getting things done execution i realized it's not just you know that's part of it that's a starting point but you have to follow through you have to get the organization aligned you have to understand we are measured by our results yep so and and that really boils down to execution and that's how we're incentivized as well, if I may. That's true. That's true. And so we are incentivized by what we do well. And I, I, I throw out a lot of things out on LinkedIn. And one of them is, I don't care how well Tom Brady hits a golf ball, but he is rewarded by how well he throws a football. And exactly. you, know, you go through all the, the professional athletes or professional people at you know, any other. Mm -hmm. I'm a big yes. follower of John Gordon, who's a positive leadership guy don't mm -hmm. care how well he plays sports. You know what I mean? I care about right. what he does well. True, and that's true. I think we have to, and that gets down to execution. Yes. So Ken, as we wrap up, uh -huh. I thank you for joining us, but are there any parting words you'd like to leave us with that maybe we didn't cover too well? Oh, well, I mean, for, again, I, I appreciate your invitation to be here. Um, I can wrap up by saying you know, a lot of businesses, um, you know, I, I should say there's a lot of business pundits mm -hmm. out there that say, you know, follow your passion, right. uh, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. And one of the things I've learned is I, I, I wasn't always following my passion, I, I, but I always put passion into what I was doing. 
and I think that that's probably um, one of the best, best pieces of advice I ever got was put passion into what you're doing. Um, in the book, I have a quote from St. Mother Teresa where I say that, you know, not everybody is called to do great things, but we're all called, well, we can do small things with great love. And, you know, I, and I believe that doing something with great love is actually a great thing because right. it's, it's, it's somewhat rare sometimes in business. Um, there's a guy by the name of Tim Sanders, who was the, um, uh, I think he was the chief solutions officer for Yahoo. And he did a presentation at a conference I was at a few years ago called Love is the Killer App. And I, I believe that um, organizations excel when they, when they love what they do. Not necessarily that they, <clears throat> they love what they do, but they put love into what they do. They love their customers. They love their coworkers. Um, and so my advice is to, again, bring passion to whatever it is that you're doing and to do whatever you do with a, a good amount of love. Um, and that, again, if you, if you love your customers, if you love your coworkers, you're going to want to provide them value. And so I think that that's probably, a, you know, that's what I kind of would leave people with is this idea of put passion in what you're doing. Don't just, you know, follow your passion. I understand because that looks so different. Like my passion at age 20 looked different than 25, 30 and so on, you know, or, yes, but yes. we can bring that fire, that energy, that passion with us. So yes. Ken, thank you for joining us. Is there, exactly. you mentioned this uh, webinar or webcast you're, you're about to do, but how can people get in touch with you, yes. your book, this, uh, this work you're doing? I, I appreciate that. Um, so first of all, I, you know, like you reached out via, uh, well, I met you at a conference. And so if I'm ever at a conference and somebody's there, you know, feel free to come up and, and talk to me. I love meeting uh, the people like, like you at, at conferences. Um, they can reach me on my email address, uh, which if I can give that is ken.wendell, W-E-N-D-L-E at edifyitsm.com. Um, also uh, via LinkedIn, LinkedIn, if you do a search for my name, you're gonna find me on LinkedIn. Um, if a person with an email address um, in reaching out to me, I'm happy to send them. A, I have a PDF that I created. I have two posters in there that kind of capture the essence of what my book and the and the concept of the service of the value formula is about. Um, also, if a person's interested in a signed copy, uh, if they go to my website, they can find information on how to do that. Uh, there's a Kindle version on Amazon. So if you do a search for Ken Wendell, that's the easiest way to find it. Just do a search for Ken Wendell, you'll find the book. Um, and then lastly, again, I, as you mentioned, I am doing a webinar. Uh, I've been doing a series of webinars for ITSMF USA based upon the book and the content of the book. Um, the next one, noon Eastern time on um, Thursday, August the 11th. I think that's noon Eastern time. I can, I can double check that. But if you go to their website, if you go to itsmethusa.org, um, the, uh, the information is about that. So it's uh, actually uh, the chapter on execution that I'm gonna be covering in a lot more, more detail than what we were able to discuss here. Well, thank you for joining us. I wish you good luck on everything. And everybody reach out to Ken Wendell. If you see this on LinkedIn, you'll see, you'll be tagged. And so uh, I thank you once again, Ken. And You're I welcome. hope you and everybody else has a great day. Thank you. And I agree. Thank you. Okay. Talk to you soon. Um, bye.